Hello, 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 and welcome to the Imaginary Movie Podcast, Picardcast. Yes, we're watching every episode of the new series of Picard. And uh, we've got a watcher here, Joe. Uh, here he is right there. Except the way Joe watches is much more creepy and illegal. My name's Sam. <laughs> uh, and I'm Joe. And computer, dictate file shit I stole from the Borg Queen. <laughs> Yes, welcome to this podcast where we're taking a break from watching utterly mediocre TV shows to watch actually what is a turning into be quite a good TV show. Uh, yes, we're watching Picard and three episodes in now, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I personally think that this has been the best episode so far. I don't think there's any any argument there from for many of us, actually. Well, apart from Dave. Dave hates this show. I mean, he's not here, so we can just, you know, he's tell you straight. Fuck, isn't he he really hates is. he hates this show, hates Patrick Stewart, can't stand Delancey, you know. Doesn't like Star Trek at all, really. Hates I don't Star even know Trek. why yeah. we're friends with him. Uh, no. Really. no, but this is this is this third episode. Um we finished episode two and <clears throat> I think we I was impressed by how quickly they've moved us from idea of the show you know cues here cues back and we're gonna go back in time episode two was like okay we're back in time and we're gonna mess around episode three is oh no sorry episode two wasn't back in time when ultimate reality and then episode yes. three is holy shit they're back in 2024 uh it's not quite as jovial as <laughs> as voyage home i i, I yeah. quite i quite like dark q though like q with an edge i like him He's pissed, isn't he? He, he is. is pissed. Something's, something's pissed on uh, Q's intergalactic conflicts. And so we're left with this. And so he's, I mean, we're now back in time in 2024, which I was I was like, there's no way they're going to do that. Are they really going to do that? Now, the cynical part of me also says, boy, it's a lot easier just to shoot in Los Angeles <laughs> in 2024, like... Because you don't need to do anything think, else. Yeah, you know. it's it's like two years, so yeah, it looks pretty much the same. Probably, we don't do any sets, we don't do any costumes. We can pretty much just kind of like, all they all live there in LA anyway, so mm-hmm. it's kind of. But anyway, moving past that, moving past that, let's think <laughs> Uh This was like a thoroughly entertaining episode, and it was an episode that I just wasn't sure what was going to happen minute mm-hmm. to minute. You know, which is like. I think for Picard series one was a bit more formulaic. It felt a bit slower, and we are just barreling through this. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I thought the first episode it was a little bit slow, kind of like from season one almost, but then season two really kind of like got into the groove, and then um, yeah, this episode's been yeah even better. They're just like from the outset, it's like yeah, straight into it. Yeah, time travel. We've got so we've got the Borg Queen is like connected to the Matrix or whatever's going on here. She is she she has managed to just shuttle them back to the you know the, the early twentieth century, the twenty first century. Sorry, I I love as always when they do um, time travel is like how do we know what year it is and they scan for pollution and there's no nuclear debris floating around. There's no nuclear fallout, which means we're not quite at the eugenic wars. But there is loads of pollution everywhere, so they know, like, yeah, we're here. We're here in the gas-guzzling all, all, good. Yes. hellscape that is the world we live in right now, Joe. So Yes, pretty, so they, pretty much here. Yeah, They do that in every single Star Trek. They scan the atmosphere for, like, 
how 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 much are these guys destroying the earth are they destroying it a lot because that means we're back in time we know yeah. exactly where we are yeah is the earth fucked yet yes great we're there we know it mm-hmm. yes excellent um but i guess you kind of start the episode don't you off the end of the the last one isn't it because you're like in that bit where seven's husband has found them and like yeah he's got the gun pointing at them isn't it and that's kind of like you start off from that cliffhanger don't you almost from the previous episode yeah yeah which is which is like one of those cliffhangers that's uh in tv you know you feel like how are they possibly going to get out of this situation and then actually they just kind of distract them for like half a second and shoot them both it's pretty easy but they are like executing these people i mean they take down they are vaporizing oh, them. i mean seven's husband gets taken out and she doesn't even like blink yeah um, we should say El- your husband, elnor. i know it's your fake husband but it's still yeah. come on yeah it's uh, elnor does take one for the team however that's mm-hmm. uh that's worth pointing out elnor takes one for the team um, yeah he dies he dies doesn't he in in, he in the course of this now you know the, 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 this guy is not just going to be like out of work now, is he? He he's coming back, isn't he? Jim? He's going to be back. Gonna... Yeah, once they once they mend the timeline, Elrond will be there. El Elrond will be there. He'll 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 be I mean, you know looking. Otherwise, who's going to warn the the fellowship about needing to take the ring to Mordor? It's... Exactly. He'll he'll be looking quizzical as uh, Merry and Pippin run in. You know, <laughs> these uh, guys. Yeah, like <laughs> he'll be doing all that with his eyebrows raising. So all that will be fine. Everything will be fine. I'll be throwing the ring into Mount Doom. Uh, this is a joke only funny to us, Joe. Just. <laughs> I mean, just Dave so probably. Know. No, I don't think I don't think even Dave. He I don't know. He probably he stopped listening when we said that he hated Star Trek. To be fair, yeah, well, he's not here, Joe. So he's decided he's got better things to do than talk about Star Trek, which I think is an absolutely offensive idea. Totally. Uh, so fuck him. Now this episode is titled Assimilation, and it is very mm-hmm. clear that like, well, there's no assimilation going on initially, and we're like, hmm, what does that mean? And then we start to see it, don't we? So we've got this kind of stuff on the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Earth, that is, and then we've also got the second part, which is like Picard and Girati, um mm-hmm. on the ship. Where do we want to start? Because there's two, there's loads of interesting stuff on both sides. I I think so. I think you start kind of so effectively. They manage to go back in time, and then this is kind of the point. Once they get back in time, and Elnor dies, that's kind of when it splits. Like the storyline splits at that point almost. Mm-hmm. Um, Raffi is incredibly pissed off. Um, <laughs> she's so angry that Elnor is dead um, that she kind of yeah openly says she's losing faith in leadership because Picard chose to save the Borg Queen over Elnor because he knows that they need the Borg Queen basically to get back home and yeah. So and then this is the point where they split up because they're looking for what's the name of it? Is it, is it the, the the Watcher? watcher. Yeah, they're yeah. looking for the Watcher. Um, mm. And they know he's on Earth somewhere, but they don't know where he is. The Borg Queen's gone offline, so they can't ask her who's supposed to know. So they send Raffi plus seven, um, seven plus um, Rios down to the planet to try and find the Watcher, while yeah. Picard and Girati stay on the ship to try and get the Borg Queen back online. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it is. It's like it's a great. I mean, obviously, Patrick Stewart. It's not. Troping around uh, uh, LA for for three days to do that, no. so they've got him. They've got him comfortably on the ship, but there is 
I think I want to talk about Jurati because she is increasingly becoming my favorite character. My, I, there's just and, like she's and the Bob Queens. The Bob Queen loves her some Jurati now. Oofed. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, Jurati, and, and this isn't quite you know in, in sequentially, but Jurati basically like interfaces and gets assimilated by the by the Borg Queen effectively on on purpose to try and wake her up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because she's she's been damaged by the slingshot around the sun. Another brilliant Star Trek trope. Love it. Absolutely love it. No whale songs in sight. Or no, sound. not yet. Not yet. But I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to be. I'm sure they're going to talk about it. Like devastated. This is, this is just like what what Picard did. You know. Uh, Kirk did. In fact. So, but Jurati is like has uh, been assimilated partially. And then, and I was thinking, oh, fuck, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. Like, yeah. You're going to end up, you're going to end up as a drone. One thing you, know. you don't do is plug yourself in with a bog. Like, no. that, that doesn't sound like a good career move to me. It doesn't. But this, the bit, the bit when, um, the bit when the Borg Queen, like, is, is taking her over and then Durati kind of snaps back and says, oh no, you left, you, you, you were lazy. You left your mind open just long enough for me to go in and to get the bit of information the coordinates and this is at the mm-hmm. end of the epi- this is towards the end of the episode isn't it yeah there's a, like that was just like a- so, so effectively while the bog was like scanning through her memories Girati was busy scanning through the bogs because she knew that the bog you know the bog knew where this watcher was and wouldn't give them the information without something so she kind of just like mind raped the bog basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which um yeah, I think the the ball queen kind of says at the end, "Oh, you have my attention," sort of a thing. Yeah. Well, which... she says she says you've done something that's rare and mm-hmm. you've impressed me. You know, like yeah. it's like, oh, that's good. That is good. Never a good and, idea, though. <laughs> no, and I, and I and all I could thought about was like, oh my god, Gerardi is so fucked. She is yeah. absolutely. She is going to be. I mean, look at the PTSD that Picard has has. Uh, has suffered from mm-hmm. from being assimilated. Jacrucius of Borg. That's what she's going to become. Oh, yeah, Jacrucius. Yeah, she 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 is going to. I mean, there's. I think her arc is going to be the uh, the gradual just losing of her mind because that's yes. what's going to happen as she's got you know touched the sun as it were uh, trying to this. But it, <clears throat> but it's a great it's a great like we're going to see some interaction and Gerard is going to get something to do. Kind of in the first mm-hmm. season, she was a little bit more hapless. And obviously, she did the murdery thing, you know, when she was all mm-hmm. mind controlled or whatever was going on with that. But she's got quite a clear role. It kind of, as well, I, I, I can imagine a you know, Picard seems to be becoming less and less of a of a main character, which I think is probably a good thing, you know, like in terms of the longevity of the series. They've talked; they're doing season three. Who knows if. I don't think the plan on a four. I think three is it. Is, is what they say. But the characters w- might remain as well. I mean, imagine, imagine <clears> if we we went to like a more traditional, old fashioned, you know, f- f- four guys, f- four people on a ship type of thing. You know, <clears> going <throat> around where it's not quite as end of the world um, as it is in as it is in this. Um, <clears throat> but great, love Jurati, love a stick. Looking forward to seeing what happens. Like, no, Picard's well. like throughout. You can just see like the fear dripping off him because he loathes the Borg. Like, 
yeah, you can just see as soon as she's like, oh, I'm going to assimilate myself to let her, to kind of bring her back around. And he's like, no, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then the other side of this is the 21st century fun of watching these people like figure out how, I mean, straight away. Oh yeah, well, they use money. The wand, you know, like, the wand, the wand before they they go off. Like, is it is it Giovanni or somebody? Who, I forget which one of them says, but like, oh, you know, don't go to any hospitals or police stations or any yeah. of this sort of a thing because you know they'll they'll, they'll, they'll scan they'll scan you and they'll find your chip or whatever that, that basically says when you were born and stuff. And of course, like, there's automatically just like transport malfunction and Rios like is like dropped into midair <laughs> about like. 15 feet off the ground so like he lands and ends up like bleeding all over the sidewalk i mean number one back back in time slingshot around the sun you know we've got we've got the borg in this we've got another great star trek trope which is transporters going wrong and all the time it, it this is not a reliable piece of technology you should not be using this Hey, I'm 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 with I'm with um, Barkley, man. Barkley had it right. Transporters are terrifying. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, like, like it's ignore those and, things. And just just avoid them. It really did make me laugh though. The way he comes down and just totally, just absolutely well, eats it. Eats this, it when he lands. This kind of that dunk. like this kind of that like wily coyote moment from Roadrunner, isn't it? Where he, like hangs in yeah. midair for a second and just dawns on him and he's like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, he's separated from Seven and Rios, so they don't know where he is either. So it's not like they mm-hmm. can do anything to help him. Um, so he kind of comes round, like, and he's taken into this like free clinic um, <laughs> to to get um, treatment. Um, and his badge falls off, and hilarity yeah. ensues. It's it's a real like it was, you know, like Star Trek doesn't necessarily do like direct commentary in that way does it you know this is this is mm-hmm. like directly commenting on the the horror of the american health healthcare system especially for yep. people who are quote unquote undocumented whatever the hell that means like th- these people are coming in they, they need help and they have nowhere to go other than these mm-hmm. clinics which are risking their careers and their freedom to and then of course here comes yeah, the immigration police just absolutely. And of course, Rios isn't white, so of course he gets arrested. Um, <laughs> because yeah. I mean, you know, that's not, literally the justification. He's he's, it, he's not know, white, right. and he couldn't. He didn't have a badge on him. Like he pretended to be a doctor, but he didn't have his badge, so he couldn't produce his ID. So therefore, mm-hmm. he's he he he's not white. He doesn't have ID. Arrest him. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really like, and th- this is this is where it, it has that classic. Um, escalating stakes everything going wrong that can go wrong and and rios is kind of like the the sum of that isn't it rafi and seven they get a bit more of the kind of like you know someone tries to mug them and she's like oh yeah you you use money i forgot you know, which which is funny but you know you think you'd re- that really would be at the forefront of your mind can we replicate some money computer generate you know a million dollars in twenty first century. The funniest money. thing is, though, that like in, in like two years' time, it's quite possible that we won't use money really because it's barely used now, to be honest. So, maybe yeah, we well, won't. cash, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cash. That's, yeah, yeah that is true. Um, but it just it, it, it always makes me laugh. And then it's kind of they get a bit they get a bit more of the um, of the kind of walking around, seeing what happens mm-hmm. type of role, don't they? Which yeah, I, I think is 
I think is is pretty fun. And, and seven obviously they're looking, they're looking for Rios, obviously. They're like, shit, where's this guy at? We need to find him, sort of a thing. Um, yeah. And of course, yeah. Rios, we should say, is well in the hospital while he's there. He starts like flirting outrageously with this attractive doctor. Um, and young, who has a young son who has like got hold of his badge, so like he, he like starts eating cookies and playing with his son and like yeah, flirting outrageously with the nurse and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it's pretty uh, like you know, he's, lay low, he's, he's not, not making an impression, not making you know, an impression. He's, he's taking a page straight out of the book of James Kirk, you know. It's uh, yeah, like the episode when uh, what's What's the episode with the? Oh, they go back in time and Elizabeth uh, Taylor's there. Is it Elizabeth Taylor? Oh, she's... it's the um, it's the one that we did for the podcast previous episode. It's um, City on the Edge of Forever. That's Is it. That, that's the one where they go that's through a time traveling. They go through a time traveling donut. Yes. Yeah, we've yeah, done that episode. Yeah. I think it was the first one I was on. Actually, there we go. Is it? Well, there we go. Jesus, Joe, there's some podcast history right there. We should that should be written down somewhere. And then episode uh, question mark. Some lose. <laughs> yeah, go back and find that, you lazy listener. Um, <laughs> what else happens in this episode? We we get we get like th- th- there's this watcher, isn't there? And that's the thing that basically mm-hmm. it all comes down to at the end is like trying to figure out. Who, mm-hmm. But any but any we find thoughts out about that- who the. On, I don't know. Who, I don't know who it's going to be, but they kind of now know where they are because of Girati getting the Borg's thoughts. So, you yeah. know, Girati's going to tell them, and I assume the next episode will be, and it's going to be somebody, you know, isn't it? It's going to be like, is it going to be Q or something like that? You know, it's going to be something like that, isn't it? I, I I'm thinking. I'm just trying to think. Who is like? Who have we got that's like a time? Tra- that's already a time traveler. That what about like? Of? What about like data or something like that? Like or well, like well, data. If not was data, if, if if not data though, like what about like um, what, what was his creator called? Doctor Sung or Sung, Sung him? Yeah, Sung. Yeah, but but, but we we kind of get that in season one. I think data. I think data's gone, isn't he? I think that. What I think data's gone, but maybe his creator, like, so it's a way of bringing him back, kind of yeah. thing. That wouldn't surprise me. Noonie and Sung, I think, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I think, I think we haven't had a uh, TNG cast member in uh, two. No, episodes. we haven't. We've had we had Guinan in the first one, and mm-hmm. that was fun. I thought that that was like you know a bit maybe not fan favorite Guinan, you know, because oh, it's cool, but. So I think we are due somebody coming in. What's Geordie up to? You know, maybe maybe Geordie's maybe Geordie's been sent back in time. Maybe there's some maybe you know, like a I swear to God if it's Crusher, I am gonna It's flip. gonna be Wesley, isn't if it? If it's, it's Wesley, Wesley, I'm I'm fucking flipping. <laughs> Everything we just stop watching immediately. I, I just th- I just feel like the watch is gonna be somebody. I just 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 if it is Wesley, like I hope Picard just shoots him straight in the face and goes, I don't care. Like not worth it. Yeah, leave. Just leave it. Just leave it. The Borg. Just the Borg can just take over the universe, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I didn't uh, get assimilated yes. for this. So I don't know. I don't know, but I do think I do think it is like an interesting idea that there's. You know, we could have more. We could have more. We could have more going on here. Um, I think. That 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 we don't you know we're not ready to see it. and we've only got a couple of days to find to find out uh, as yeah. we record but so that's that's interesting now a couple of other things that I just doing a bit of research of of uh, I've found twenty twenty four marks in Star Trek land and 
uh, as we sit in the hellscape that is 2022, possibly our timeline as well, it, it marks like the start basically of World War Three, <laughs> which is a little bit close to home, Joe, as we dance around the prospect yeah. of nuclear war, you know. Yeah. I yeah, think this thing, um... I think the Bell Riots um, take place around here and it's it kind of it starts the global unrest um that 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 culminates in in world war three you know there's poverty everywhere society's kind of falling apart and um mm-hmm. uh, rafi remarks about how like she's never been able to understand she yeah, quote never understand how a society could exist with so many contradictions and not collapse sooner than it did which <laughs> is like Okay, okay, Rafi, again, yeah. a little bit too close to home there. Like, give us a break, you know? Yeah. I'm watching this fun space show for escapism, not for. We've already had the fucking immigration, like, horror that is, uh, you know, America. Please, please, just let me relax and enjoy this without <laughs> yeah. having to think about real life, you know? But maybe that's not what they're up to in this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're going for. To be perfectly honest, it just all seems, um, yeah, yeah. So the bell rights, they they kind of like. There's lots of. Um, if you go if you go on to um, uh, Memory Alpha, the, the the Wikipedia, there's a DS9 episode where they go back, and basically get themselves obviously obviously massively involved in this. Now that brings me to another thought, Joe. DS9 episodes we haven't oh, we've got a mention of General Cisco in mm-hmm. the first ep, uh, first second episode anyone from the DS9 I would absolutely back? love um, uh, Bashir and O'Brien to be there just the bromance re- reignited that would that would just make my day they've gone back to be a watcher to because this is a crucial point in history and they need to be ready I mean they you spent know, this... their they spent their entire time in the past on holodecks so, like, you know, those guys definitely, you know, they yeah. do that 100%. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, there, there's, I mean, this is all just, like, mindless speculation that will I think it's be more, useful it's more, for a couple more, of days. I, th- I think it's more likely to be somebody like Q or even Guinan herself or, like, Noonan Sung or somebody like that, you know, some, like... Someone they've already paid to be on set that they can. No, I think I think more somebody that's kind of like a little bit more mysterious. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you know, Miles O'Brien and Bashir that have to like, they'd have to make up a reason for them being there. Whereas like, the Watcher like suggests that it's somebody who's like quite like long living possibly or quite a mysterious person. So I think it needs to be somebody who has like this mystique about them almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could see it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But th- there's lots of there's lots of questions there, isn't there? That I think are going to be interesting to 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 see. Is there anything else, Joe, that on on the episode that we've seen that, that that's struck out at you as being interesting? Um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else really. No, I think we've covered pretty much all of it. Yeah. It yeah. Where do we think then longer term? What's like, because I, I was thinking about like the end game of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think Elrond is going to come back, isn't he? They're going to have to. Oh, bring he definitely him back. is. You know, they're not paying the guy for two episodes, three episodes, and then no. that's it. And and also, like, 
he's he's become quite an important cast member. So like, and and it's not just Star Trek that does this, but like, unless the actor wants out, generally speaking, you don't tend to kill them off. Um, yeah. So, but the the other thing as well is, and actually. Um, what she called the robot from season one, she's hardly been in it. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was her that was the watcher or something, you know, something like that, because she's hardly been in it. Um, the what she called, I've completely forgotten her name. Yes, um, begins with a D. Oh, the, the twins, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah her, yeah, possibly. I I think like in terms of the overall arc of the thing, obviously Q doing his stuff, and and the question for me is whether or not we're going to return whether or not Q's going to bring everything back to normal or because he's going to be teaching Picard a lesson and go, well, John Luke, you know, blah, blah, or they're actually they're going to be a little bit more stuff around, like they're going to have to try and force the way, mm-hmm. the, the timeline back to how it was because that's, I, I, I just don't see Q, like Q's going to be, he seems pretty belligerent in a way that oh, maybe dark, he hasn't dark, been before. Oh, Dark Q's dark. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's not for turning. Yeah. And that's and that to me is like the big the big overall question for this series is what's happened to Q mm-hmm. because he he does seem you know we discussed this last week he does seem really quite uh, much more angry much more unhinged like in a way that we don't nece- we didn't necessarily see before and and that seems to me like one of the uh, one of the differences. I think between this Q and mm-hmm. like the the old Q who was you know hanging out with Janeway trying to help me raise my idiot son type of escapades, which he he, he doesn't seem to be up for that now. You know? No, or like sending Picard back to his like college days. That's yeah, <laughs> like to, to his. Uh... Yeah. It's a you're in an eighties college movie, Picard. Like that's not happening. And then the, what, what you have, now. like, so, so obviously Patrick Stewart still plays Picard as well. So like you've got this like fifty, sixty year old man in like with a load of students around him, and um, Q's like, oh yeah, you look the same, but they see you as you would have looked back then, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like Patrick Stewart, like just looks the most uncomfortable you've ever seen a man look in his life. Uh, absolutely, yeah, and 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 that and that, that kind of like that lightness of Star Trek, it's kind of here a little bit. Like they get a little bit more, you know. The, but generally, there this seems flashes. to be going a, yeah. a darker, a darker way than we've maybe seen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from certainly from like the TNG feel of it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is kind of fun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do also like, um, like I like. The, the the development of seven as well, which we shouldn't take for granted that we've actually got seven or nine. In it. I think that's that's kind of like that was the story of last season. But actually, yeah. we're seeing her progress and actually and turn into a, a a character that's like an individual in herself. And mm-hmm. of, hmm, there you go. But also, like, I, let's bring on the seven TV show. Mm-hmm. Her. Like barreling round the galaxy. Oh, I could, totally. Yeah, just seven. As part of the, was it the Rangers? Was it the what was it? Something like it? that. Yeah, yeah, the Rangers that she was in. Like that sounds. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a perfect. I mean, to be fair, I'd watch pretty much anything Jerry Ryan's in. She's pretty fantastic. Yeah, she's great. And 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 then having like all of her stuff. She's obviously got potential angst with the Borg Queen, Borg as well. and yeah. how's that going to like translate? There's just. I think I think we're in that kind of like frustrating position of 
of just being like so many questions at this point you know whereas i think maybe the last episode really tight season episode two sorry gave us quite a lot and this is maybe mm-hmm. a little bit less i mean we are back to the future but we're not really they, they, they're doing a good job of hiding where they're going to be fair like you, you still don't know what the main storyline is going to be yeah yeah it's hard to know is it speaking about the future though this episode directed by leia thompson Ooh. who played uh, marty's mom in um marty back to the future so interesting little time uh time travel hint there you know obviously very big time travel movie um the the time travel rules in this i think are probably completely messed up by q Whereas generally, like they're quite, um, they are pretty fast and loose with time travel, but there, there, there seems to be a fairly consistent rule set in mm-hmm. Star Trek. Like they, they, they get the cause and effect thing quite well. Whereas it's not like Back to the Future where they pretty much just make that up as they go along. Although in this episode, who knows? Because it's an alternate timeline, as opposed, so it's an alternate timeline, and then they're doing time travel in the alternate timeline. Like that's confusing as shit. It is. It's all over the place. They could like completely destroy history and time. Just like break it completely. Yeah. yeah. And there's Rios trying to just like fuck the first woman he sees, basically. <laughs> God damn it, Rios! Put it in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. I think we have um, rampantly speculated enough about this. I genuinely don't know where we're going to go with this. Nope. I genuinely don't know, and I'm. It's it's one of those it's one of those um, TV shows that that's quite rare. It's quite mm-hmm. rare for us to be in a position of like this could go anywhere. I think this the watcher the watcher is going to be a reveal. I think it's going to be like a oh shit, look who that is sort of thing. It has to be, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of thing with with um, Picard as a series is it, it, it's it's nostalgia. But I think it's nostalgia, like bottled up in a mm-hmm. in a very temperate way. Like we're not we're we're not. It's not just we're not just like having. What I'm trying to say, we're not just like glogging down nostalgia juice. We are like mm-hmm. taking little sips, and then we're considering mm-hmm. it, and then we're we're bringing out something new, bring mm-hmm. up new flavors. You know, we, we we've got new characters in here, new feels. Yeah, we've got the Borg. Yeah, we've got Q. Yeah, we've got Picard and all that and Seven. But actually, we've got them as well as new characters, new situations, and new ideas. And so this series feels like it's yeah, it is nostalgia. And yeah, we've got Riker and Troy in the last series and all that stuff, which was amazing. But actually, we're also getting something fresh on top of that, and that's what I like about it. You know, we we yeah, we could go the easy hit, and we could bring. Episode two, Geordie. Episode three, Worf. Episode four, Wesley. McFadden, Gates. Uh, yeah, Beverly. We, and then we bring back Plasky for episode five. And then we bring oh, back God. Tasha, Nobody Tasha would ever Yar. Bring. Nobody yeah, would yes, ever Tasha bring. Yar. She's back in time. Somehow, Tasha Yar Nobody returned. would bring Pulaski back, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that actor's still alive. So, like, they could do that. They could do that. And they kind of do a little bit in the first season. Whereas this feels like we're going somewhere new. You know, bold, boldly go, final frontiers and all that, and yet we're also going to get. I hope, I hope, because I'm a, you know, I just want to go back to the 90s when things seem simpler. If we can get the new 
old characters. We can bring them back in a way that's like fresh, but also it's you know Geordie not wearing any, not wearing his visor, which seems mm-hmm. to be uh, the kind of contractual thing <laughs> full of our burden of like, listen, oh, they I'll fixed come it, back, fixed it, they fixed it. I'll come back. You need to retcon some way that I don't need to wear that fucking visor. Okay, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Because every movie, he's like, no, it's a feature. I'm not doing it. And that makes sense. That makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Is Pulaski alive, Joe? She is alive. She is 83, uh, however. Oh, well, well, I think that's a fair question then to ask. Um, good one. What's her, what's her name? I don't even know what, what her name uh, is. Diane Mulder. Diane Mulder, there we go. Mother well, of, Scott, on. of um of um, Mulder from X-Files, obviously. Um, oh, really? No. Oh, well, that, that that fictional actor, that the fictional character, that's yeah, Fox Mulder, which is a stupid fucking first name, Fox. No, oh, let's not yeah. talk about X Files. That could be. Um, well, I look forward to seeing Pulaski back in two episodes. <laughs> I don't, but yes. <laughs>